I can't afford it. This little bitch, your free, she keep on begging me, record it. I looked into the mirror and told myself I'm gorgeous. Hey. hey. What's up, y'all? So and Swall back again. We back. We back, baby. What episode is this? Episode this is episode four. Episode man. four. Back in business. Four things. Like my man Russell Westbrook for the yep. Washington Wizards right now. Put up numbers. Triple double king. But I uh, hope everybody's doing well. I'm glad y'all came back to hear us talk again. Uh, first topic for the day. Probably pretty serious, but I think it just started off too heavy. But um, recently the NFL draft was held, I believe, the end of April. And uh, of the, I think, almost 270 draft picks, yep. all, none of those players came from HBCUs. So you got to imagine that's a league that is about 7% black. And you're telling me that no one from an HBCU, a historically black college university, was fit to be drafted. I, th- I call it bullshit. What do you think about that, Swell? I think that's also bullshit uh, as well because it's like out of 270, it's not like it's the NBA. It's not like 60 players. Out of 270, there's no way that literally y'all not even giving these people a ch- chance to go to these combine. Like, And that's the unfair part because it's like football more so. It's about just... Like, you can be, you, it's about, you, it's not, like, just straight-up skilled. Like, it's more about building and training and doing active shit like that. So, I think that's definitely bullshit, too, because it's, like, it ain't fair. And so, you could have found, like, some hidden gems and shit. And I think it's not fair. And it's it's kind of like the NCAA, like, saying, hey, y'all need to go to these white schools if y'all want to make it to these draft class, which is not fair. And I agree with. Cause um. Yeah, it's funny because he was uh one of the first before even before the draft he said that uh, he didn't appreciate the HBCU combine because he you know he's a smart man he realized it was bullshit from the start. Right. Only eight teams sent scouts to that combine and they had about forty players at the combine. So you're telling me out of the thirty two teams, not even was that nigga four? Yeah. A fourth of the teams were even interested in looking at HBCU players. So that's a problem in itself. Um. But like I said, he wasn't even Deion Sanders uh, opposed that from the beginning. And then even after the draft, he said, like, you know, he said that HBCU play. he felt that HBCU players have been rejected and neglected by, you know, NFL teams and NFL scouts, um, you know. I feel like, because I agree with him, why the fuck did y'all have that in the beginning? Because you know if you separate the two, niggas ain't going to come to the HBCU. Like, they're not going to be forced to come. Unless you force every, like, team to send a representative and still, they can still, yeah. like, I did not like that from the beginning, like, I get it, like, you wanted to do a different showcase. However, you could just do two different ones, like, one in, like at two different times. You didn't have to do one HBCU and one not, because obviously the HBCU one is going to be the lack of attention, yeah. which isn't fair. Like, like I said, it was like, I doubt it. I, I really think they had enough. The facilities that have the NFL combine are equipped enough to handle those, those many people. But, like, I understand this year they did more the combine was more virtual this year. And even that way, like, that's even less of an excuse. You can provide the same sort of measurements, the same uh, people evaluating, because it's virtual. It's not yeah. like you have to be physically there. You can literally be one scout looking at 20 different combines. Right. You know, so that's even more of a reason why I have a problem with it. Um, they said, I don't know if you're familiar with Doug Williams, you know, the first black quarterback. Yeah. Played for the, for the what, what, Washington football, football team. team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a part of the uh, black, league, black College Hall of Fame. And what they're trying to do is create an all-star game called the Legacy Bowl that will allow 100 play, HBCU players to be, I guess, on the field, not on the field one time, but they'll be playing the game throughout the, day, throughout the game. And that will give NFL scouts a chance to see those players for probably the first time because a lot of those guys, they don't really, to be honest, they don't really scout at the HBCU like they yeah, should. Uh, they don't. That's, that's been a problem on many levels. 
they try to act like this pandemic was an excuse for it, but they, they've always kind of underappreciated HBU talent. When, if we be honest about it, the NFL would not be what it was if it wasn't for those guys that came out in the 70s, 80s, mm-hmm. and even 90s, and even some still now, they really booked the league. Because you think of uh, uh, Hall of Famers like, uh, let's see, Shannon Sharp, Jerry Rice, yeah. guys like that, they came from HBCUs because back in those days, you weren't getting into, you were, as a black person, you were not getting into the big name schools. Right. They, were, they were just starting to desegregate. And even then, they only took a certain kind of black, if you know what I'm saying. Only a certain kind of black person if you get on if you get what I'm saying. So, you know, that's just that's just something more I've I've my views of NFL have always been I've always felt a way about it because I feel like they it's a reason why they pay the their players the way they do. They don't guarantee them contracts. They uh they treat the players very disposable. You have to retire and like their uh medical plan for their retired players is terrible. Uh speak on it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of those guys, if you see the news, you every once in a while you see another player going crazy, either killing themselves, or killing other people, and it's just like, bro, like y'all making billions of dollars each year. Basically, these guys sacrificing these people. Yeah, based on them sacrificing their bodies, you tell me mm-hmm. you can't take care of them. Like, all, like you can't take a tiny cut of profit to to take care of these guys. And it's just it's a whole mess to me. But it's America. Folks love football. I get it. I don't support it, but I get it. You know. Um. But on to a lighter note. But I will say this because I don't want to. I, I don't want to there no. Uh, they weren't any HP players in it. They walked into the league this year. There were about four or five players signed, but. The significance of being drafted is that if you're drafted, depending you get on guaranteed money. Right, right. You know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. I think it's about seven rounds. Depending on which round you drafted, that affects the amount of uh, your contract can be for the amount of this, the guaranteed signing bonus. Which in football, that's the only money you're guaranteed to see because like, yeah. they can cut you anytime. Especially yeah. if you're a later round pick, let's say you're like a fifth round pick, that signing bonus might see, be, might be all you see because they might cut you during uh, training camp because yeah. that happens all the time. Really. Only guys probably in the first maybe three rounds are guaranteed to really yep. make the team. After that, you're kind of, you're really just really first two round low key. Yeah, low key, low key first. If they don't, if a team does not see you worthy to draft you in the first two rounds, more than likely they see you as a practice squad player yeah, or somebody yeah. just to get through training camp. Because yeah, well, there's a, there's a draft every year, and every year they need guys to come to training camp and, and try out for the spots and try out for backup spots. So you know it's always a it's always a, a really rough thing because you know NFL rosters go from maybe. 100 at one point to 80 something, then they got to come down to the final 52. So they're always trimming a roster each year. So they, they it's, it kind of is like a plantation because there's always bodies coming in and bodies coming up. You know, that's kind of the, the dark reality of it. But uh, in a lighter note, let's move on to uh, the debate of the century. Uh, two of the greatest minds of social media, uh, <laughs> Sir Kevin Samuels and Dr. Dr. Umar, Umar. Dr. The, the great Dr. Umar Johnson, I said it all. Well, they're, in a, they're a little bit of a beef right now. Yeah, if you're familiar, you know, because I'm not sure if, if you're if our fans are familiar with Kevin Samuels. I'm not saying go watch his stuff. You can watch our stuff. You know, we'll just tell you about it, and you know, we'll, <laughs> we'll relate information to you. But he's basically, like, I don't say self help, but he's like an image consultant. He was an image consultant for several years, and probably the last few years he's kind of been like, I would say, the self help slash relationship guy. But he's he's got a reputation for being kind of rough, to being mm-hmm. harsh, to brutally honest, br- brutally honest to men and women. But people focus more on you know, it's harshest to women because he. That's the more uh, how to say it's the right way. That's the more attention grabbing thing. People don't really care about you being men, mean to men because they deserve it, right? So, but um, yeah. So, you know, he's been doing that for a while. He's gotten some notoriety for that. But he caught the the uh, the anger of Dr. Umar Johnson because you know Dr. Umar is just like, okay, you're you're judging these women according to Eurocentric beauty standards or Eurocentric uh, standards of what they should be doing with their lives. But he's saying, which I kind of agree with too, is like, you know, black people we're independent. You can't judges according to anything that you might deem, deem successful based off 
Eurocentric. Eurocentric shit or white people, whatever. Like, we're our own little measuring stick or whatever. So I get that point. But it's it's interesting because it's like, you know, I I never take either. What do I say? I take Dr. Umar seriously sometimes when he speaks on real stuff. But for the most part, I take neither of those guys too seriously. So it's fun to just see them getting this little tip. You know what I'm saying? I, I, want, I would love for them to sit down and do something, but I doubt they do that. Because, I, you know, Dr. Umar takes himself very seriously. I think he'll, he kind of sees Kevin Samuels as a joke. Or as a, what's he called? A, a, a beta coon, a utilian beta coon. Beta coon. And then the Dr. Moore said that Kevin Samuels is like using his name, using watching his videos, doing all this, saying that his advice. I'm like, both of y'all just literally, it's so funny because the two social media like attention grabbers battling it out. And I think this is like W.E.B. Dubois versus um, Booker, Booker T. Washington. Washington. Right, right, right. Like, no bullshit. Like, so, I'm very excited. Um, I, I, I want to, see, I don't want to see them like a Twitter debate. I want to see them just throw videos at each other. Like, right. yeah, just keep going back and forth. Keep going back and forth until, yeah. uh, hopefully it's resolved. But I do want to see like this little bat- battle of, because both of them be saying the dumbest shit sometimes. Both of them be saying some real life intelligence makes sense shit too. So, both of them. Yeah, it's funny. You know, it's funny. Cause I think the Kevin Samuels had a bit of a run, but I think it's it's coming to an end anyway. Cause I think people are kind of uh, teeing off him a little bit. They're kind of going doing their research on him, and there's been a lot of videos posted about him that are kind of hilarious. It was one uh, video, I guess, of him with his like. $20,000 boot collection, which was hilarious. That's <laughs> way too many boots for a grown man to have. And then, uh, you know, there was one video where he's with these white women, and he's just like, and his demeanor, his yeah. demeanor is totally different. He's all like cuddly and soft. And like, oh, yeah, you can take my glasses and wear my glasses. Yeah. It's, it's like, ugh. it looks bad. It does look bad. I'm not going to lie. But I think he's, if, however long he's still kind of relevant, he's having, he's having a good run. You know, but I think, you know, he's kind of, he's kind of, he's, they're always, they're kind of the, YouTube people or YouTube stars or whatever kind of always cut from similar molds. They kind of have the same, they cater to similar audiences, have the same yeah. personalities. Like, you know, just like you had, well, it's just still have, like Justin and Layboy mm-hmm. and there's other guys. I only saw that one on a timeline. There's other guy kind of talking like him. He's like, oh, women have, you know, have them compete on you, spend money, whatever. I'm not going to put the dude's name out there, but it's like, <laughs> dudes, people in general, I say dudes, people in general see how the formula for what works on the internet and they yep. go and exploit it to death. Whether that's exploit that shit right, forever. Tell them what they want to do. Tell them, tell them women what they want to hear. Tell them men what they want to hear. All you're doing is catering to audience because there's no like people don't really want the truth on the internet. They want what they want to hear. If you go yeah. to it for pleasure, relaxation to kind of detach. So that's why a lot of people who kind of are always either really far left or really far right kind of succeed because they cater to an audience that kind of just wants to hear what they want to hear. Yeah. But you know, which of course is not y'all because y'all y'all appreciate the diverse views on this podcast. Exactly. You know, intelligent discussions. You know, I know y'all. Y'all look grounded, and that's important, you know. Because it's like, it's just with them, the reason why Kevin Samuels got attention is because his ass was just demeaning black women. Even though he's demeaning black men, too. Like, there's been both where he's brutally honest. Yeah. And then Dr. Umar, he's he doesn't uplift black women. He just demeaning people who he says are Eurocentric or are not black enough. So mm-hmm. it's it's a kind of benevolent inevitable for them to yeah. battle. I just, I enjoyed the two little, oh, niggas said, talk like Umar, do like Umar, King Bada, do it. And then Prince Dr. Umar is like, these YouTubians um, want to be like me. I hear them saying Umar. I see them watching the shit. They saying shit that I said a month ago. They saying shit. It's been brought to my attention. So I, I'm excited. I'm, I will, I will enjoy that. Because whoever wins got to face Joe Budden. 
like real shit. That's what it really is. It's all about the face joke button. Because um, uh, Kevin Samuel was actually on the joke button podcast a while ago. I couldn't really sit through the episode, to be honest with you. It was a little stupid. I ain't gonna lie. But, um, yeah, like, it's funny to see them in this battle now. Because they kind of are, like, they're almost, like, I would say two different sides of the same coin. But they're almost, like, Kevin Samuels is almost, like, the anti- Dr. Dr. Umar. He like, is the anti-Dr. Like, Dr. He's, he's kind of, like, the metrosexual. Yeah. Like, not really respectable, not really woke. He's kind of just in the world, kind of like wearing suits and shit. Like you know, a lot of people don't really wear suits. Like he wears dashikis and shit. His other little, you know, pro African friend African shit. So it's like, you know, it's funny to see him even connected that way. I really think it might be a bigger publicity stunt. Wait, because I think they know each other. There's yeah, no way. At the, at the end of the day, like y'all know, this is gonna be views for both. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be money for both of y'all. So y'all can fake this beef and be like, oh, I don't like, I don't like him. But you probably, they probably making money. Let's, they let's probably not. Up. They probably laughing about it. They probably, if y'all listening, Dr. Umar and Kevin Samuels, I have the most utmost respect for both right, of y'all. Right, right. And if y'all want to be on a guest on any of our shows, you can. Like, no right. question. Like, literally, I live by both of y'all words. Like, <laughs> but right. I think y'all know each other. I think this is a publicity, son. But I'm here and I'm, I'm eating my popcorn. I'm be watching, right. so. I definitely did some Samuels, Kevin Samuels that shit this morning, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I'm still going over that headache. We're not even going to talk about that. But, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's entertaining. I'm going to enjoy it, see what comes from it. Yeah. But then speaking on another topic of good stuff that, that we've seen on Twitter, mm-hmm. they finally let the evil crop, the crop that's in... You know what's been so so. What what have you seen once the crop is gone? First of all, I didn't realize the stranglehold that this Twitter crop had from the black community. That how much how it was holding back so many black women, so many, so many beautiful black so women. So many. I, they, I didn't. I just didn't even know. Like yesterday, I think it was the first day. Yesterday, uh, what was it, the seventh, sixth, seventh, whatever of May? They, you know, to deal with the Twitter crop, and it's just been ass. If I could be that everywhere, ugly, ass everywhere. Not even just not 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 ass. Ass. ass with some bass in it, like beautiful motherfuckers showed out yesterday. They showed, like I, you would think they've never posted pictures before. Yeah, you would think show like oh, yeah. like in the Wiz where the uh, and they dance the little dance routine when the uh, Wicked Witch or whatever that like that's what it was like. People just broke out in song, and got naked. <laughs> it was crazy. I'm not complaining because I enjoyed it. I saw a lot of varying you know different shades and colors of beautiful women yesterday. I I pretty much enjoyed it, but it's interesting because I'm like Twitter is doing this thing now where it's um giving us the features that no one really wants. Give us a new shit that really wants instead of the shit we really want. Like apparently they're doing this new thing where they're putting like you can almost attach your cash app. It's like a button now to your profile. I'm like, bro, like, <laughs> who is that really for? Like, it's for the influence. Them motherfuckers gonna be making money. Yeah, it's really like it's really they're for trying Justin to, LA boy. Right, they're trying to come back. They're trying to fight back in Clubhouse. Clubhouse kind of stepping on people's toes. And Clubhouse yeah. kind of dying itself. Yeah, they killed Clubhouse with their yeah. little voice fleet shit. Yeah, so it's like, it, it's, it's just interesting to see what Twitter's doing to kind of grow its brand and remain relevant because, you, as you know, it's uh, owned and founded by Jack, who's like this big uh, kind of, you know, it's like Silicon Valley guy. And he owns uh, Square Cash, which owns Cash App, of course. Mm-hmm. He owns Twitter. He owns now uh, Title because uh, Jay-Z just sold Title to his little business for 350 million. So, you know, Jay-Z, I guess, is, that's the second billion dollars he's made now. And now, Jack's little corporation of companies is even stronger now. Now he has a music company, he has his cash out, which is like a finance company. Because yeah. you can do cash, it's, uh, first of all, it's not an ad. But they want, if, let me tell you something. If y'all want to advertise on the social, any other show on the Get Me Hip Network, yep. cash app, please contact Swab. Please contact me. And we can get that, of course, we always open to it and we can get that in operation. But, um, you know, Cash App, you can buy stock on there. You can mm-hmm. buy uh, 
Bitcoin on Tell them. So it's a whole, the app is so much bigger than just some simple sending money thing. So I really think they, that app is bound to grow because it's, it's probably the least troublesome money sending app. Out of all of them. Because they'll be having problems. Right. Bimbo be having problems. Yeah, if you want your money, if you want it now, or like, and you want to pay the fee, like, Cash App is the way to go. It's right. the simplest, easiest, right. like, man. Yeah, it's, it's very, it's I didn't know the person who owns Twitter owns Cash App. That's yeah. that's big. Woo. Yeah. Then they're going to be, bro, bro, family going to be rich forever. Bro got an app on everybody's phone. Think about it. Everybody has this one of those two phones. I got all that apps that, that you just mentioned. So he's right. making getting a lot of my money. So right, and he's probably surveilling on your shit. Let's not talk about that. That's dark. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> shit. We get it surveilled by the government either way. One, one way or another. With that damn microchip and the vaccine too. So. <laughs> get your vaccines. No, nah, no, get your vaccines for real. Let's hurry to get that shit done. Yeah, I'm tired please. of corona. I want to be please. out with bitches. I'm sorry. Oh, not bitches. I'm sorry. But you know, we young we young women. Y'all know what I mean. Kevin sorry. Sanders or Dr. Uba. Right, right, right. With beautiful African <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I correct myself. So, I'm so sorry. keep, keep I'm, switching. I'm I don't sorry. know I'm, which one he is. I'm, I'm, I'm you should have saw him this morning, nigga. <laughs> he let somebody know, nigga. <laughs> shit, I was like, oh shit. I'm okay. walking into the wrong time. <laughs> 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 nigga, shit. I was like, okay, Kevin Sanders, nigga. Yeah, and then Dr. Yeah. Omar at the end. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is going on? Because I'm enjoying it. I understand why our sisters are the way they are. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I can be merciful in that, in that aspect. But I don't have to take no bullshit from you. You know what I'm saying? I don't got. I'm not gonna take no. I can respect you. I can understand your your, your traumas and your, and your struggles. I'm not taking no bullshit. Yeah, because we go through traumas too. We all. Everybody. Let's. This is a topic in itself. Everybody got something. This is just me mm-hmm. talking. About. This is social. This is social corner right now. Social advice right now. This social corner. Let's go. Let's everybody go. got some shit they dealing with. Don't let anybody else convince you that they shit they dealing with is bigger than anything you dealing with. Okay, because everybody has their struggle. Everybody has their cross. Everybody has their struggle in life. People. Sometimes in life are going to do things where they leverage their relationship with you and the respect that they have for you. If they, if that's, they should never do that. If someone has respect for you, then they should never, they should, this should be constant. But they ever try to play you, or they ever try to make it seem like it's all balanced, like you need them more than they need you, you gotta let that go. And that's in any context. That's uh, friends, family, romantic. Don't ever let somebody feel that they have something over you in the context of a relationship because it's supposed to be an equal equal thing. We're supposed to both feel mutually beneficial from this thing. And if we don't, then why are we doing it? That sounds deep. I mean, I mean to go that deep, but that's just real shit. Yeah, no, no bullshit. That's definitely some real ass shit, bro. And like, everybody does have their traumas and thank God that we don't have to sit through the traumas of shit being cropped now because it's a whole new world. Out there, man. It's shit. a whole new world. It's nigga. a whole new world. Definitely. Like I a know. whole new world, like singing that like, yeah. shit. Motherfuckers when the sun came out yesterday, Real nigga. Real shit. Like I, there's a certain certain few users on Twitter I want to almost give a shout out to because it was just fucking. <laughs> I saw this one story. She was like six four, and I was like, God damn! I didn't even know I like girls that were six four. But I, because of Twitter, I never seen that much leg and body in the mm-hmm. whole picture. But I saw the picture. I was like, Ooh, girl, you fine. You know, but like you know, that's it was it's fun. It's it's, it's yeah. made the app ten times better. Made it so you did whatever, Jack. You did whatever the fuck you did, man. Right, he turned it up. Yeah, but he's he not. He hasn't missed yet. Oh, but let's talk about one of the biggest topics of the week, though. And like, I'm I'm very sensitive to this because it's a, one of our greatest black female athletes. Mm-hmm. So one of the greatest athletes, period. Serena Williams. And um, if you've been anywhere in America or anywhere on internet this week, you've kind of seen the pictures of her with her uh, very aggressive makeup done. And um, you know, it was a it was a big debacle because it was, to me, in my opinion, me is funny. Because to me, it's like, Serena is anybody, like, down bad. She's a world-famous tennis champion. Her husband's a billionaire. She's worth millions. Like, 
she's happy at home with her dog. She does not care about what we think. I think people really took it and thought, oh, she falling off. Or she didn't like nothing. Like, guys, she has a team. You don't think nobody on the team was like, hey, Serena, that don't look good. You don't think Serena herself is smart enough to know that didn't look good? I think that I'm honestly thinking this may be controversial in itself. I honestly think she might just post that shit just to, just to poke fun at us. Just to see how, how we react. Because she's so isolated and so removed from our world, from our regular people's lives. She's like, hey, let them laugh at it. I'm sitting here my billion, with my billion-dollar husband in this million-dollar home like as one of the greatest athletes ever. And y'all y'all laughing at the picture. What do y'all have? That's what I'm saying. That's what Serena could be thinking. Like, what do y'all have to laugh at me with? Go ahead, have your laugh. And I'll still be worth more. I'll still be worth more than you ever make in your lifetime. You know what I mean? That's how that's how I see it. But other people were saying, well, of course, going to a defense and saying like, oh, you know, but I ain't heard defense. I'm just saying that y'all shouldn't be so hard. I'm like, guys, like, I think people. It's funny though because regular people, like regular common, I won't say common people, people that are celebrities. I think we defend celebrities harder than they can defend themselves. Yeah. Like they don't really be caring about our opinion like that. Like very few do, and those are usually people that are kind of like. Not as famous, but like real famous people do not care about what regular people think. We we don't see them at the market. We don't see them when they go. They're still getting their money. Right when they go to motherfucking uh, Martha's Vineyard, they don't see us there. They see other rich people that don't give a fuck about none of the shit we care about. So I think like we gotta like it's fun to me. I think we gotta stop thinking we gotta if we see a celebrity fall or do something. If you if you support the person, just don't talk about it. You gotta jump out there and support them. They don't need your support. You need to support yourself. (laughs) You're real loud. I'm like I'm not even joking. Like. Yeah, I saw people legit getting worked up and frustrated. I'm like, yo, like, Serena's gonna be okay. Like, she's gonna, she's probably gonna look at the picture, and especially if, especially if it's still up, she's probably gonna look at it. Okay, all right, and I'm gonna go win another grand slam, and then what y'all gonna do? You feel me? So that was that was funny. It was funny to see people be so up in arms over something that was like, the person that you're getting upset for isn't even that mad at it. Nah, that shit was hilarious to me, bro. Cause it's like Naomi, you know, soccer guy, Serena was doing like this and shit. And speaking of Dr. Umar, I did not agree with him where she said, where he said that she should represent Haiti, even though she's a Japanese citizen. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Naomi Osaka and your boy um, Corday. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think, like you said, Sosa, that shit is publicity, son. Because yeah. unless, unless you're doing like something like atrocious, then... Yo ass, cause attention is good, always good. Cause Serena would lose some attention, nigga. Cause right. there's a new, there's a new black face in tennis. Unfortunately, it is. I think I think Serena even is realizing that. Cause the last yep. time she's faced Naomi in the, uh, I guess finals, whatever of the, of the competition, it's been it's been not. Yeah. I won't say it's been bad, but it hasn't been really been competitive. The passing of the guard, nigga. Yeah, it's kind of. I think and Serena's trying to maybe transition out of that realm. So maybe it's like, she this might have been her. Uh, Foyer into a different room. Like, hey, look, I might be the funny social media. Yeah. Person. I might be do. I might do something goofy. Well, I keep y'all laughing and talk about me. Because you got to think about it now. If she would have dropped some product right now, it would probably have the most relevance it would ever have. Yep. Compared to even playing. Because unfortunately, sometimes bad news travels faster than good news. Yep. She might. She could win a championship, but her taking these pictures and looking her makeup being crazy probably creates more shockwaves than her winning another Grand Slam. Unfortunately, that's just the way you know the internet and media works. You know so. I'll be interested. I don't think this is a one-off thing. I think this was a... She might come back and be like... And just do slight stuff to fuck with us. Just to be like... Y'all think y'all, think y'all matter, but y'all don't. Like, she's gonna do that more shit. Matter like, yeah, like, I don't matter at all. At all, nigga. Her husband owns Reddit, nigga. Y'all don't matter at all, nigga. Oh, Speaking of Reddit... Uh, y'all, niggas, y'all niggas ain't getting no money. That's the thing, bro. There's so many people above, like... That you can't even fathom that, like, not even celebrities that are in that class of people, and they're all laughing about this shit. You see, you do what the what the, what these people they're 
He's like, they're all laughing. They're, mm-hmm. This is a joke. Right. They got real stuff. They worry about world domination and shit. Yeah. Millionaires. Yeah. They're not worried about so Instagram. Instagram is it. First of all, I realize this. All the social media shit ain't doing nothing but making a few motherfuckers rich. Like, either it's Mark Zuckerberg, it's either Jack, the nigga on Twitter, or yeah, or Mark Zuckerberg, or so whatever, a few other that own different apps. I'm like, all they do, we sit around on these apps, pouring all this energy into them, literally just making these folks rich, like, from the advertisements they sell, from selling our data, our data and everything. It's like, people who have really got real money are not worried about people like us, because they realize we're just... A, we're kind of just pawns. I know that sounds dark, but it's kind of true. Like, we don't really uh, affect the tide of influence like we think we do. We really just kind of play victim to it. And we think we're moving independently, but we're really not. But that's a whole different topic in itself. Uh, but speaking of Reddit and speaking about making money, uh, I'm pretty sure you've heard this week, probably the last few weeks and months, about all these crypto- cryptocurrencies coming, mm-hmm. you know, rising up. Of course, probably the longest and probably most well-known one is probably Bitcoin. And uh, Bitcoin probably has been, been most recent, probably the most turbulent. Um, and uh, it's kind of gone. It's kind of it, it hit a peak, maybe about mm, a month or two ago. Paid about sixty, about sixty at about around sixty thousand dollars per Bitcoin, and uh, it's kind of fluctuated between fifty five and sixty. Might even say fifty five and probably fifty seven for the past. I say I want to say a past month or so. Cause like that's how it works. People buy on low, they hold it for a long enough time, and then they sell it. But of course, when you sell a, a cryptocurrency, that causes the amount of people holding it to drop, which causes the drop the price to drop so you know what i mean it's kind of like if you really want to get into the cryptocurrency game the key is to get in low and to ride the wave you will probably have to sit on that money for a while it's not a quick flip it's not a oh i'll put it in today and can take it out in two weeks no you probably have to put it in today and check on it in six months and you'll probably you'll make a good dividend but unless you if you're watching the day-to-day trade up and down of the uh price it's probably gonna stress you out you probably gonna get in low as you can or probably watch and get in low as you can and then just sit back and count your bread Look, look at your portfolio and just see how it adds up, because that's that's probably your best way to measure. Because like looking at each day, it'll have it'll have might have one bad day that might scare you, and it'll have five good days that you're like, oh, okay, this is a constant profit. So it's not really one of those things where you want to be like on top of okay, should I sell today, should I buy today? Cryptocurrency investing in cryptocurrencies is a long term thing. Like if it's money that you need uh, for rent at the end of the month, don't do it. Keep it in your pocket. Find some other way to do it. You know what I mean? But if it's money that you like, look. I can spend this hundred or two, and I want to think about it. I would advise you put it on something that's going to exponentially grow your money, and that might be an investment in one of these like new run all these new cryptocurrencies. Now, I strongly encourage everybody to do their research. Like, if you're if you see one, even if even if it's popular, do your research. Look up how it's founded, how it kind of operates. You know, different little like its value and so different little aspects of a cryptocurrency that you really want to look into before you invest. Don't get don't just get uh, caught up in the hype of one. Because what's good for you, here's the thing, what's good for you might not be good for them, might not be good for another person, and what was good for another person might not be good for you. Because it all depends on your position. If someone's had uh, been an early investor in cryptocurrency and they got it real low, then they have a better position. And it might be worth them to ride the wave, but if, if it's already high now and you can't, and you're getting in high, you might want to wait until you see a dip so you can get the most bang for your buck. But yeah, that was our quick uh, economic lesson or our quick finance lesson today. Let's so, get show stuff, man. You know, I'm trying to step out there, do more stuff. You yeah. Know what I mean? Talk about more than ass and titties. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to really expand my palate. You know what I mean? Okay, Doctor. <laughs> I just, I'm a bad. I'm a shit. I'm gonna talk about the Twitter crops one more time, That's nigga. What I'm saying, Don't man. ever bring that shit back. I don't um, ever want to see no Twitter crop, nigga. Yeah. This I, I know Twitter doing some hater shit because like they knew that was doing one that damn crop. Yeah. It would crop things so awkwardly. And it was funny, too, because I saw one person, not one person, one tweet that was saying, like, 
it was kind of racist too because it was, they put a picture of uh, I think it was uh, Mitch McConnell and Barack Obama in the same picture, but they had one really high, one really low. Each time the Twitter crop, I guess uh, algorithm or whatever, would pick Mitch McConnell's face. So regardless of which one was high, which one was low, they always showed Mitch McConnell. So it was racist in that aspect too, like most uh, AI is. If we really be honest. Yeah. About it. So you know, and all that, I'm I'm glad the app is improving, especially you know. I may look to invest at some point. I hope it does get to that point where it's like a worthwhile investment because it's kind of been a weird, weird thing to invest in. But again, thank y'all uh, for tuning in against the social media. So I appreciate y'all. Yep. And if you ever have, if you guys want social to talk about anything, go to Get Me Hip Network. Um, you can follow us on Twitter or on Instagram, and then you can email us at Get Me Hip G E T M E H I P P P Network N E T W O R K at gmail.com just give social some more topics man if you want to hear him talk about more shit about finance or if you want to hear him talk about more shit about ass let us know man <laughs> or find ass yeah we can do both we can do both we multitask it so thank you and then you know y'all be blessed y'all have a great week y'all um you know read read something go out and live yeah. get some sun on your skin like you know life is short if we if we swing with all these uh recent passes or rappers and famous other notable black figures um Yep. You know, enjoy your time. Let people know you love them. You know, live in the present. Don't be stuck in the past because yeah. there's nothing there for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just embrace the future. So, yeah. So, that's social wisdom. So, yeah. Until next time. Until next time, y'all.